Hi, I'm PJ Vote. This is the Crypto Island miniseries. This is episode three, Miguel. That story after these ads. Search Engine is brought to you by SpotPet. Search Engine listeners know that I love my dog more than anything else in this world. I want to be buried in a pyramid with him when he dies or when I die. Whoever goes first, we're going together. I want to share a message from our trusted companion in helping you be ready for any unexpected vet visits, Spot Pet Insurance. Spot Pet Insurance is your virtual ally against the unexpected. With Spot Plans, you can receive up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills, helping to transform unforeseen expenses into manageable moments of care for your cherished pets. Spot Pet Insurance plans go beyond just offering coverage for accidents and illnesses. Access to a 24-7 vet telehealth hotline is included with every policy, so you can ask an expert all your questions. You can also enhance your plan with their preventative care benefit, helping ensure routine wellness, vaccines, and more can be covered too. Head over to spotpet.com for an instant quote today. Um, I think I'm supposed to read this part super fast, so I'm going to read this part super fast. Ready? Disclaimer, pay to add from SpotPet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, co-insurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com slash sample policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independent American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by SpotPet Insurance Services, LLC. Okay, so I have to confess something, which is that the reason I told you a 45-minute story about Constitution Now was because I wanted you to meet this other person. But I didn't think you could understand or appreciate this other person unless you understood that context. So can you just tell me, just introduce yourself, like say your name, who you are? Yeah, so I'm Miguel, I'm 19, and I'm a maker, which means that I do way too many things to be able to group in some way. Uh, And that's pretty much it. (laughs) And where do you live? I'm living currently in Spain, in Madrid. I talked to Miguel over Zoom from the bedroom in the apartment he shares with his roommates. Black t-shirt, lilac-colored hair. He was still wearing a wristband from a cool party he says he went to a few months ago. Miguel was a member of the Constitution Dow core team, and he kind of seemed to be everybody's favorite. I was curious about Miguel. I was curious what path had led this teenager into trying to buy my country's constitution, but also just into crypto at all. What was his life like? I'm going to play you the conversation we had. And at 19, are you in school? What? What? No, no, no. I, I was in university for like three months and then dropped out. <laughs> because of... So it didn't did, really that last that long. Why did you drop out? I also dropped out. Yeah, for a multitude of things. First of all, like it was around when COVID hit. So I was in an empty camp- campus on another country doing online classes. And I was like, why am I here? Also, yeah. I realized like I'm coding in class. And if I'm coding in class, I'm learning stuff that I could be reading around, why am I in class? Like, why am I here if I'm not paying attention? And I yeah. guess in general, just after dropping out, I, I got into crypto, so that worked out great. And what got you into crypto? Uh, actually, a bunch of, like, I knew about crypto for like, from, like, years. I feel like everyone in tech knows something about crypto, but I thought it was, like, this hand-wavy speculation, coin-go-up kind of thing. Yeah. And then one of the first NFT booms uh, early last year, a bunch of friends decided to just like get together and make actually some like 3D cabbages as a, I think as a joke or just like as a small project. And they invited me to help out with making cabbages. Wait, cabbages? Yeah. Like the the vegetable? Yeah. Why did you guys just want like to make 3D ca- cabbages? Why was, was I it? I have no idea. I joined after that decision was taken, but we made like four NFT. NFTs that were like one of one cabbage art. 
That's so funny. And then did people, how did that go? That went great. It was like when found the foundation NFT platform has just started. We were one of the first people in there, sold a bunch of NFTs, and it especially it helped me and a bunch of other people in the group. We ended up all getting jobs in crypto and just like working on but for Rainbow, Ave, um, Showtime, a bunch of just like crypto companies. How do you explain to your parents what your life is? Uh, I I don't. <laughs> I've given up on that. I just like tell them that I code. What do they do? Uh, they are architects. Are they, do like they just real, under- real world architects, not metaverse architects? <laughs> <laughs> How does a 19 year old kid from Spain end up being part of a project to buy the US Constitution? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, the start of that project was simply just like we saw the article, we thought it would be fun, we started making jokes about it, and then it got serious. Yeah. And I was I was part of this group of people, gas station, that was like one of the main sources of people for that project. Um, so that's kind of how it started. And then, I mean, for me, it just felt like, I don't know, like I said, it took me years to get into crypto just because the reputation that crypto has outside of like the people that are working on it is really bad. <laughs> just like, yeah, speculation and just like bubbles and whatever it is comes. And I feel like we need to just like get the word out of the new things that we are working on in order to for like more people like me who would love this space to be able to actually like look into it. So that was one of my main motivations. Other, it, another one was just like, it's fun. It's it, the, the, the joke was funny. Actually doing it for real would make the joke even funnier. Yeah. This is the worst thing you can ask somebody to do. Um, or it's not the worst thing. It's one of the worst things, which is to ask somebody to explain a joke. But like for you, what was funny? What? Why were you like, this is a great joke? Like what was funny to you about the idea of it? I mean, maybe it's not like the funniest joke ever, but just like there's this moment in Twitter where like all the people in your timeline are just like rehashing the same joke and improving on it. And everyone just like, they're like tweeting about the same token and trying to like shit post and make jokes and everyone is like one up in each other. And we had like five hours of that for, for the constitution, even be like before, before we started doing anything. So I feel like that's the level where like it's new tweet and it's new joke. You see it's like even better than the last one. And there's this kind of serendipity on the whole timeline, which is, it feels really great. I know exactly the feeling you're talking about, which is like, like, who can heighten this more? Like, oh, like, it'd be funny if we did this. Well, it'd be funny if we did the crazier version of this. It'd be funny if we did the craziest version of this. I'm serious about the craziest version of this. And now, like, I'm Yeah, and even, like, it. making jokes. I remember one of the people in the project, Dan, just, like, tweeted, like, uh, one of these pictures, like, a, a cat with a computer tweeting, uh, that said, like, me trying to figure out if the Constitution is a security and stuff like that. And just, like, random stuff that in context made a lot of fun when everyone was in on the joke. And so I feel like we we went on that for like almost a day. And then at the end it was like, there, there are these people that are like actually want to do it for real and had like started to contact Sotheby's and museums and stuff. And I was like, let's, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> then we just like, I created a Discord, a friend created a Twitter account and we just like started see posting and then went to bed, woke up like four hours later and we had like 2K followers, a bunch of, like a thousand people in the Discord, we were like, what, what is happening? And so we just like started to try to 
figure out how the hell do we do this? Like, it took us, I think, uh, three days to actually set up the crowdfunding because we wanted to make sure that all the legal stuff was in order first and all of those things. So we started working on that. We started just like shit posting and tweeting about it and try to get as when much you say people. Shit posting, I mean, like, because I have a very specific definition of shit posting, which is like, might not be yours. Mine is you're kind of putting up bad, dumb jokes over and over again that you know aren't that funny, but they're kind of funny in the repetition. What do you mean when you say shit posting? I mean, I guess my definition is just like tweeting whatever, like literally whatever. Yeah. <laughs> without without thinking it first. Yeah. And and I, I feel like that's maybe a little bit too generic, but I don't know. Just like it happens for, for a bunch of people, especially in like my sphere that have this really specific like kind of Twitter voice that works really great with this. So if you curate that voice, you make really great great tweets. And if you don't curate it on just like tweet whatever you feel like, you make really great shit posts. (laughs) (laughs) Was it fun? Had you ever been in a position where you were tweeting in front of such a big audience before? Um... Yeah, no, it was really fun to just like figure out things to tweet. Uh, the like the best way to put the joke. We were also working on like all the boring stuff at the same time, so it was really fun. Getting the community excited. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a really wild week. What was the boring stuff you were working on? Were you coding it? No, I mean, I personally, I, I'm a coder. I know nothing about like projects management. So of course, I did project management. <laughs> Makes absolute sense. <laughs> So, yeah, at the start, I was mostly helping with like managing the Discord, tweeting, and uh, kind of like helping organize everyone. I just realized as we're talking, I'm 36 years old. I've nodded my head a lot of times when people said they were a project manager, but I don't totally know what one does. I mean, me neither. <laughs> like, uh, th- that's the thing. Because like another thing is just like we are now like being asked about like uh, thoughts on like the state of DAOs and whatever, and the thing is like. We don't have a fucking clue. Like, we just <laughs> made the whole thing up on the spot, consulted no one, and looked at nothing of what other people were doing. We just, like, made it up. So the whole project management thing, which is, like, desperately trying to coordinate people, and I don't know if that's, like, what a project management does, but that's what I try to do. Just, like, get people to work on stuff. <laughs> Maybe the day before the auction and the day after, things got, like, more serious, and we actually, like, were just, like, full focused on it. But at the start, it was mostly just, like, it became even funnier and funnier. And I told, like, my real-world friends, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to buy the Constitution of the United States. And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, like, added to the, the... The more real that this thing was, to me, the funnier it was. Yeah. More after these ads. Search Engine is brought to you by Aura Frames. Looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Aura frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. I struggle with Mother's Day. I always feel like it's really hard to figure out what to give my mom. Photos of me, unfortunately, something that she would really enjoy. From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an Aura frame. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get 30 bucks off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SEARCHENGINE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. 
Welcome back to the show. So when we left things, Miguel and his friends were trying to buy the United States Constitution at auction. The auction ended. No one had uh, any idea who had won. I had no idea who had won because the people, they, they didn't let the people that were there in person tell even the, the rest of the team. So like I, there was like five minutes where I had no idea if we had won. And then uh, I had to tweet in like the screenshot of the notes app saying like, hey, we lost. And so I, I, I learned about that like five, five seconds before the rest of the world did. How did you feel seeing the text? I mean, honestly, I felt like, um, first of all, at that point, we had all been like working 20 hours a day, sleeping four hours for an entire week. So I was pretty tired. I, I, I won't lie. Like one of the first things that crossed my mind was like, I'm finally going to be able to sleep. It's <laughs> a <laughs> so relief a little bit. Yeah. And I feel like from the outcomes, like obviously the best outcome was to like, um, win the constitution but i feel like one of the second best was just like we managed to do this incredible thing we managed to like educate about uh, millions of people on board thousands of people into crypto that were like the first contribution and now we just like get to close this off it's like a one-time thing we don't continue it and we just like leave it as a good thing that happened like as a good example and that's it and i feel like that's that was also like a pretty good outcome so i was I mean, I was bummed, obviously, but I was still pretty happy about everything. And they have like a good example of like what we're building that is not just like, oh, Bitcoin is just like app, whatever. You're not excited about the part of crypto that is just like, are people going to get richer? No, I mean, I like there's, I don't know. I've never been like into finance or into money at all. And I feel like this technology that we're building is really, really exciting for a bunch of reasons, but I don't know. I just like don't really care about the monetary part as much, I would say. Just like really excited to play with the technology and to see all the cool things that we can build with it. Why is it more exciting for you to build on Web3 than to build Web2? I feel like one of the really, really cool things about Web3 is that it's like pretty unexplored territory. Like you can kind of just like join two ideas together, even like think about something, walk three steps in any direction, and you end up in completely unexplored territory, like a, a, a part of crypto that no one has ever even like thought about. And you can just like use that to do whatever. You can build stuff, you can tweet about it, you can document it. It's kind of like an ongoing exploration, whereas I, for a while, I did like the whole indie maker, uh, software as a service apps thing, and it feels like, like everything is invented at that point where you're just like trying to, I don't know, shave a little use case off of Excel and put it like a UI with gradients and then sell it to a bunch of other SaaS apps. And that's like the whole thing that you're doing. And in here, you're like building really exciting apps. You're building protocols. You're playing with cryptography. You are building things that maybe millions of people will use. You're making things that make a difference and just like not just another to-do app. It's funny though, because it's like the trade-off is like you get to work in a whole new space, but it's also you're working in a space that is like very, I think a lot of people find confusing. And then also a lot of people have a very set idea about what that space is. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's, <laughs> I feel like the thing is just like, we have the, op the option to change that. Like if we build really cool things and if we do a great work at like improving design and documenting everything that we do and just like making things that are actually useful, 
we we actually have the option to change that, and that's also really exciting. Yeah. It's so cool. I also just feel like there's something about being young and encountering a new world where people are just like, you're the project manager now. You're going to help us by the Constitution. We're going to make your jokes and put them in front of people. It's just like a very, it's something that like, I feel like every few years the internet decides to give to some people in one place. And it's, it's a very special thing. Yeah. Like I wasn't around like the start of the internet, but it kind of feels like what I imagined that would have been. And it's just like, even... Even if like you don't make money or you don't whatever, it, it still feels like a lot of fun to build for that kind of people. Yeah. You feel like you're creating a world. Yeah. Miguel Piedrafita. You can find Miguel online where he tweets from his account at M1GUELPF or at the Constitution Dow Twitter account, a ghost ship that still sails the seas. If you want to learn more about these episodes and the world of crypto as I discover it, check out my newsletter at pjvote.com. I also answer questions there in the comments thread, and I'll be dropping in recommendations for weird and interesting stuff I'm finding on the internet. Again, that's at pjvote.com. This episode of Crypto Island was edited by Shruti Pinamanani and mixed by Rick Kwan. Theme music from Christine Andrews. If you like the show, you can find new episodes and my newsletter at pjvote.com. Thanks for listening. See you soon.